0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So it's it's been a, a crazy week. Uh, shoot, Colorado are who we thought they were. I think we both predicted that they were going to get blown out. <sighs> Denver... Needless to say, the Sean Payton experiment is not going as planned. The Russell Wilson experiment is still not going as planned. <laughs> Your Detroit Lions, 2-1 in a pretty dominant defensive fashion. I want to say he has six or seven sacks. Um, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh is back. Yo, Detroit, um, the the Michigan State Spartans. I guess they are who we thought they were too. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you want to start with yeah. the, the the dolphins, uh, who if you have Tua or the running back in fantasy this week, you probably won your damn game.
1: Cause, <laughs> yeah, man, I I put together a squad because I started off zero two, Rodney. I put together a squad and I won my fantasy. Thank you, Tua. We're the Tua side squad. I name I renamed my name this week. The two side squad, and we came through two a balled out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah. Rodney, I, I I know that I know I want to talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins are amazing. Don't get me wrong, but that Denver Broncos team, we got to talk about Denver, man. That team is atrocious. I yeah. I watched the highlights from that game. I watched some of the. I went back and watched it again because in the NFL uh network replayed it again. And I was like, I got to watch this game. Like, what the hell is going on? They're not interested in stopping anybody, Rodney. That's yeah, the bad.
0: tattoo throwing no lick figures and um uh, god, <laughs> I <laughs> uh, what is I'm trying to think how Shannon Sharp phrased it? He
1: basically said, "You got a 50 piece and 20 flats or something." <laughs> man, man, they, Ronnie, that the defensive coordinator needs to be fired or he needs to resign.
0: Which is, um, I believe it's Van Joseph.
1: Yeah, he needs to go, and you know what, Sean Payton, I, I don't know, man, I, man, you know, this is his first year. This is a team he's inherited. But the offense, I understand that too. Okay, they put up 70 points. But to score 20 points, you guys couldn't do nothing else? Like the running backs are terrible. Russell Wilson is terrible. The wide receivers are terrible. They're just bad. Everybody's just bad all the way around. Nobody can do anything.
0: Yeah, I I do not think, and I think I said this before on a previous podcast, that Russell Wilson will be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Um, uh, by the end of the season. Um I don't know when it's going to happen, but I don't see him making it through the whole season as the starting quarterback.
1: If not, I mean, you know what, it's not all a Russell fault, too. I mean, he he gets some he gets some decent pockets sometimes. But that that offensive line is next to the Bears and next to the Jets are the worst offensive lines in the NFL right now. Like you literally can blow through those guys the edges are terrible. The the center is terrible. Everybody's terrible. They you, they can't do anything. They can't block anybody. So Russell Wilson's under duress the whole time, and everybody's talking about the other Wilson, and for the Jets. He's running for his life, and also mm-hmm. Fields too. Fields he can't. He doesn't get a clean pocket. They want him to stand in there and have a clean pocket. But those guys are running for their lives. Like they're getting blitzed every time. You you can rush those guys with a four man or a five man rush and get to the quarterback every single time.
0: Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So you just made me think of uh what is that? Jim Moore we couldn't do deadly poop. We couldn't we
1: couldn't run. <laughs> man. <laughs> That's what it's like, Rodney. It's terrible. It's it's awful watching them.
0: So it was so funny bad. because we were out at the uh, cider mill on Sunday, so I'm watching the the Lions game on my phone, and I'm like, "Oh, let me catch up on some of the other scores." And it was like thirty eight nothing, and I'm like, "Wait, am I looking at this right?" And then I go back up like seventy to twenty,
1: like, "What? Wait, what?" Man, bad, so bad. Right. I thought, it, you know, I thought it was a joke at first. I had to take a double take. I was at work and and people were talking about it. I said, no, they're just talking, you know, everybody, you know, just talking mess. Like I looked at the score. I said, you can't you got to be kidding me. I couldn't believe what the score was. It was too bad that they took two out of the game. And the backup was throwing like deep bombs and they were just handing the ball off to the the second string wide receiver. I mean, running back. He was just running straight through the guys. Like nobody was trying yeah, to like, tackle they had or anything for like eight minutes left in the game. Yeah. Like, they could have. And that the sad part about it, they could have kept going and kept scoring, but they, they let up and they just, they put, they just was handing the ball off and they yeah. really was kind of running slow, running right into the defenders. Cause some of them, even at the end, like they wasn't even trying to block anybody at the end or tackle anybody at the end. So it's, it's just bad, man. Uh I don't yeah, know.
0: You know. I don't I, understand what's I going have, on. I uh, have girls that I follow on Facebook asking and if there are mercy rules in the NFL. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like,
1: it's the... man, They, they could have set the record. The record is 72 points in the game. They could have scored they 73. They could have scored goal
0: for, for
1: 73. I wish they would have set the uh, record on them. Uh, Peyton was so happy they didn't do that. He came out. He was so happy, man. He was he was shaking hands and hugging all the coaches for the uh Miami Dolphins cuz nobody want to have that record put on their head.
0: Mhm. Yeah, that. So whistle loss was worse. Denver's or the Colorado Buffaloes going to Eugene, Oregon and getting annihilated.
1: You know what? I know uh, I know you want me to choose between the, both of those teams. I'm going to say the Giants. You know why? You know why I chose the Giants out of both of those teams? Because no matter what the hell goes on, three thing, three teams they talk about. You know, everybody New York runs the media world. So everything that goes, it's the largest, it's the largest, so they're going to keep talking about it over and over again. You cut on ESPN, they're going to talk about the Jets and the Giants and the, and the Cowboys. That's all they're gonna talk about. Just Giants Cowboys. Nobody else exists. So for that to be the game of the game of the the, game of the, uh, the Sunday night game of the week, and they get smoked and score no points. The Giants are trash, the Jets are trash. I love seeing New York media just struggle. That's why I hate the Yankees. I love to see all of them just struggle. They have nothing. Nobody's winning, so they're quiet and they're gonna keep talking about everybody. They were so happy Rogers came. And then you know I hate Dallas so much, and I was so happy that Dallas lost to the, the yeah, guy Dallas was, was one of
0: in the, um, vintage Dak Prescott game, and I mean vintage for all the wrong reasons.
1: Uh, <laughs> I called it too, Rodney. I called it. I I called it. One of the guys in my job because they were they they were talking about the uh, the Cowboys. Like man, the Cowboy. I said. Dak Prescott is going to do Dak Prescott things. And they thought I was joking. I said, You know what? I've been paying attention to this Cardinals team. they supposed to beat the Giants. The Giants came back and won that game. The first game, they played really good, too. I said, The defense for Arizona is really good. Like, they, they, just, they don't really they, allow a lot of points. They like just don't have really... a quarterback. Exactly. And now they put together a win. Everybody's like, Wait a minute. Arizona is going to say, Yeah, that defense is really nasty. It's a lot of good defensive teams out here. And Dak Prescott is not really; great. he's the downfall of the team.
0: Who's worse, Tony Romo or Dak Prescott?
1: Damn, that's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Dak, man. I'm gonna go with Dak. If they I had don't... Tony Romo, if they had Tony Romo on that team, they'd win a championship.
0: Um, I don't know. Tony Romo he found some way to self destruct in the playoffs. I
1: mean, but. You know what he would do? He would go to the same play over and over again until you really get that play until you stop it. That's old, that's old school football. I understand that. Same thing with Cutler. They just keep running the same play over and over again, even if it's handing it off, running the same route. But Dak Prescott's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna hand the ball off. I'm just gonna find a way to throw it to you in the end zone. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this interception. You're not gonna stop me. I'm gonna fumble this ball. Like it just that's what he does. He's, he wants to turn the ball over and be on ESPN and, and making bloopers. Like, that's what he likes to do.
0: Yeah, he that yeah. interception that he threw in the end zone versus Arizona, I believe Stevie Wonder could tell the guy <laughs> what not open.
1: But, Rodney, okay, so Dak Prescott can run the ball. He's pretty quick. He's got to be, like, what, top five in the NFL for, like, fastest QBs. He could have ran the ball so many times. Instead, like I don't, him and Lamar Jackson blow my mind. I know what they're trying to do with Lamar Jackson; they don't want him to be injured. But and also Fields, I don't know what they're trying to do with, with these these quarterbacks. But I don't know; they're putting it in their mind frame where they don't want them to run a lot. But you're really you're really destroying like what they do best. You take it out of their mind, and they're they're not running for for you know for touchdown. I even seen Jared Goff's slow ass run for a touchdown this week, like it.
0: Yeah, I don't understand it. He hasn't done many times in his career. I think that was all he – I forgot. I saw some stat that ESPN put out like that was like his only like fourth and fifth time in the last like three or four years rushing the ball or something. But something
1: hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, That's his first touchdown as a Detroit Lion running the ball. He's never he's never scored a rushing touchdown um as a Detroit. Even on a QB sneak, he's never done it. That's his first touchdown as a Detroit Lion Russian. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but it's so true. ESPN did tell did say that too. And I, I heard it on Fox News too. I was like, Whoa. I thought, you know, Jared Goff had a little bit of wheels to him, man, but he's not really that fast. Him is he's probably a little bit faster than Stafford, I would I would give him that, but yeah, he doesn't have it.
0: Stafford in the field goal game yesterday.
1: <laughs> Man, I, you know what? what's crazy? That offensive line is really bad for them, too. Or or maybe you could put it like this. Maybe they were going against a really good uh, defensive team. But I don't think Cincinnati's good. The Bengals aren't a good team. They're not good offensively. Or the offensive line's terrible. and That's why Joe Burrow's getting destroyed. They didn't want to pay anybody. They let everybody leave. And now that offense and the defense is kind of shaky. You got a couple of good people on defense, but they lost a lot of really good defensive players to free agency. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: Cincinnati looks bad. Los Angeles, they look bad. It's a lot of bad football teams right now.
1: They, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, the Vegas looks bad. It's the NFL owners' fault that you get they they vote for all this crap. They don't want to pay anybody. They don't want to increase salary caps. You low running backs now. Running backs aren't the flavor of the week anymore. So now you don't want you can't load up on teams. I wish they could have kept Flowers for the Rams because I thought that he was really good for them. They let him go. He goes to Buffalo. I mean, you you losing people left and right. The same thing with the Lions too. Everybody know the Lions don't want to pay anybody, and you, and you lose a lot of good people. I wish somewhere down, I wish we could have kept Swift. He really wasn't on a really. He wasn't on a on a. He's still on his rookie deal, right?
0: Yeah, he's still on his rookie deal.
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand how you let him go. Also, um, what's the other guy we let let go to? I didn't too much care for him too, but the uh. The guy out of Ohio State we was paying, um, I forgot his name, but he plays... For, he just... Akuda. He came back this week and got burned by St. Brown a million times. But I thought we could have kept Akuda too, and then just let him go when it was time to pay him next season. The same thing with Swift, too. Let him go for nothing, but you never know. Guys, they, they don't want to pay anybody no more. It's the NFL's fault. It's these owners' fault. They don't want to pay anybody, so... The Lions I don't think they're going to even pay Jared Goff be, to be honest. You think they're going to pay Goff?
0: Um I think he gets a bridge deal. I'm nervous. So, so I think he gets so he I think he gets um I'm just going to ballpark it maybe a 2 or 3 year deal preferably two. I I think there's you gotta see what you got in Hinden Hooker at some point.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And he's old, He's like one of the older uh, rookies, you know. And
0: yeah, I do think. Uh, so I think think he gets golf gets a, a two or three year deal. I do think they'll end up here in St. Brown.
1: Yeah, I, they gotta. I was gonna say, you gotta pay St. Brown, man. St. Brown is really good. You gotta pay St. Brown, you gotta pay some of those guys on that. I want to keep that offensive line together, so you gotta get the offensive line some money. Um, the defensive players that we have, they're not locked in, but you do want to have some, you do want to pay some of those guys that we got on one or two year deals. Um, uh, I know we just lost one of the key people for uh one of the key defensive players that we got uh, for a whole season. But do you bring him back since he went um, out
0: there? I, th- I think there's a belief that, that Gardner could possibly be back before season's end. Uh, I, I think you do bring him back, though. I think he fits um, the the culture and what you're trying to do um, here in Detroit. And I also think him, Camp Sutton, um, you got Ryan Branch. Yeah,
1: you got Kirby.
0: Yeah. Kirby Joseph gives you uh, a pretty good safety corner tandem. So
1: Yeah, that defense is really good, man. I I like Jack Campbell, too. I like the defensive schemes. I like that they put – um, they put DBs on the edge. I mean, the, the blitzes were pretty good this year. I mean, this, uh, this week, this past week, uh, this year, I thought we wasn't going to do great as far as on the defensive end. Cause we didn't get our first sack until this week, but I, cause I was nervous, Rodney. I was like, Jesus, are these guys going to even sack anybody, put any pressure on the quarterback, but well, came
0: I I believe if I, if I looked at just. That's right. Weeks one and two was number one in pressures. Um, QB pressures. He just wasn't getting home, which says a lot because I know, I know Kansas City in particular. Week one slid protection his way and doubled and triple teamed them. Um, uh, I am a little upset watching the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday that we passed on Jalen Carter. Um. Uh, <laughs> Who has the most interior pressure of any uh, in defensive interior lineman? I think he has like fifteen pressures, and Aaron Donald is t- thirteen or fourteen. So he's even ahead of
1: Aaron Donald right now. So, Rodney, now now you understand my frustration because I I I understand. I love Gibbs. I love Jack Campbell. I love Laporta. I love Branch. I love all the guys that we got. I love the Lions. Hey, I, I love them all. But you do not. You do not. And I, I explain this to everybody else too. They say, Oh, you didn't like the draft? No, I don't like the draft. Jalen Carter is a once-in-a-lifetime person, a once-in-a-lifetime player. Some the guys that are special, and you can see it from a mile away. This guy had the <laughs> this guy was amazing in Georgia. Is is without a doubt. You do not pass that up. And so many and, and how many teams passed him up? Was that nine teams?
0: Yeah. That
1: those nine teams are stupid. You you do not do that. And we're one of the stupid ones. You do not, you do not pass him up. And I love Gibbs. But you don't pass up Jalen Carter, man. You don't do that. That's that's ridiculous. He's a a once-in-a-lifetime player. That guy's a unit. I know they everybody tried to point to his troubles, but nobody thinks about that shit anymore. I'm, I'm sorry, R.I.P. to those, you know, the people that lost their lives. But nobody thinks about that anymore. Do you think about that when you mentioned Jalen Carter, his legal troubles? No. no. Yeah, come on. Shame on everybody that passed that man up. And he's showing it now, too. Maybe that's what kind of inspired him too. I'm quite sure if the Lions would have picked him up like just before the uh that Philly uh pick, or we did trade with Philly that I think that they, he would have probably been inspired off of that, too, because he felt like he should have been first, second, or third pick. So either way, he was going to have that that whole demeanor about himself feeling like he was the number one pick.
0: Which, I mean, had, had Jalen Carter not got into the situation he had in Georgia, he might have been a
1: number one pick. Right, man. I thought the Lions for sure was going to get – can you imagine them with – I mean, you wouldn't even need, you wouldn't even need, like, a, a secondary. Like, he's really bailing Swift and those guys out. Not Swift, I'm sorry, Uh, uh, slaying those guys out. They don't really have to even be on defenders for long, man, on wide receivers for long. Like, they, they don't even have to defend for long. I mean, he's just blowing through the line like crazy, man. I, you watch some of those players, Rodney? He's just blowing through guys. He's a unit.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah, watching watching him live yesterday. He is a problem.
1: I'm scared, man. I'm scared. I'm scared for teams that really aren't uh prepared to really uh go against him. I'm scared for Dak if he doesn't run and scramble in that pocket. Oh my god. They play Washington this week. Oh Jesus Christ. We need to say a memorial. We need to set up something, man, for that for mm-hmm. that uh, QB out there in Washington. The way he looked against Buffalo, mm mm
0: mm mm.
1: You know Carter about to kill that man. Yeah,
0: it's yeah.
1: <laughs> and I picked up Slay and fantasy. I mean not Slay. I'm sorry, Swift and fantasy, and he's been balling for me. Um, I picked him up off the waiver wire. After he ran for the 175 yards, he gave me 136 this week. I think he's going to do that again against uh, the commanders. Who are being sued, by the way, Rodney. Have you heard about this? No. So the commanders are being sued by the Native American Association. They want them to change the name back to the Redskins. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind when I read about it. They're being sued by the Native American Association. They said they're still using the logo off of the... Um, that's the real person that's on their helmet. Yeah, and said I, knew, it
0: was, I knew that part.
1: Yeah, and they're being sued. They want them to change the name back to the Redskins. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, which is crazy.
0: Uh, I did not...
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm, my mind is
0: blown. Yeah, I, I read that. Truly speechless. If there are one organization, that... <laughs>
1: the people in Washington, the Indians that are in that territory, they're like shit. We want the team to win too, and they want them to change the name back. They said they get more successes the is uh, the Redskins. They don't. Commanders don't have a winning history. Wow. And they just got smoked this week past week, too. I thought they were turning over a new leaf, and they just got smoked. But at least they scored, what, six points? Mm-hmm. It was like 37-6 to 6 or something. It was something really ridiculous, man. There's a lot of butt kickings this week. Our Lions was part of the butt kicking, too, so I'm happy about that. I thought the Falcons were really something special this year, but... Not with that rookie, man. I, I don't think they're gonna do much. No, I but don't they are number they. one in the division, though. They're tied <laughs> yeah. up with uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Well, it's probably
0: it probably is the worst division in all the football. It might be the worst division in all the sports.
1: You know, I was thinking the same thing, but when I thought about it, I was like, okay, you got. You got Atlanta, they're 2-1. You got Tampa, 2-1. You got New Orleans, 2-1. And, and then, of course, Carolina, 0-3. But do you think our division? I, I, You got 0-3 Chicago. I don't think Chicago probably won a game this year. They give me 0-16 fever. Do you think they'll win a game this year? I don't think they'll win a game. That's, uh-huh. what, that's a fucking JV team.
0: Let's let's look at the schedule.
1: Oh, please pull it out, Rodney. We can. We need to break this down now. Let's let's break this down. Okay, so, I don't
0: think. So. Oh, they they have a winnable game on on their schedule. So this, so October the first, this Sunday, they they they're at home against the Broncos.
1: Oh man, I forgot they played. Uh, well, damn! That's the stadium probably just collapsed because both of those teams are terrible.
0: Yeah, then they then they have a Thursday. Who the hell decided to put them on Thursday night? Um, then they have a Thursday night game, October the fifth versus the Commanders. Is in DC. Then the commanders
1: at, should win that game. They're not that bad. They're, then good. they're at,
0: then they're at home versus the Vikings. Vikings will beat them. Then they're at home versus the Raiders. Raiders will beat them. Uh, away. L.A. Chargers.
1: Oh, Chargers will beat the shit out of them.
0: At New Orleans.
1: New Orleans will beat them. Defense just way too good.
0: Home against the Panthers.
1: You know what, the Panthers will beat them. I hope Andy Dalton is the quarterback too. I know they're going to put the rookie back in, but... Andy Dalton came in was balling, man. He he made DJ Shark look like DJ Shark again, man.
0: Yeah, and Thiemann. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Um. Then they're away at the wonderful Ford Field here in Detroit.
1: Oh, we're gonna destroy them.
0: Then uh, away again versus the Vikings.
1: The Vikings will beat them again.
0: Then home. To the Detroit Lions. We'll beat them again. Mm -hmm. Then they have an away game versus the Cleveland Browns.
1: Oh, Browns will really beat them bad.
0: Home game versus the Christmas Eve game versus the Arizona Cardinals.
1: You know, the Cardinals defense is just way too good. The Cardinals will beat them.
0: Then home versus the Falcons.
1: You know what? The Falcons, I like the Falcons, man. It's just maybe that Lions defense was just too much for them, but they got a really good defensive line too. That defensive line is really good for the Falcons. And, and then
0: their last game of the season is um, at Green Bay.
1: Green Bay will beat them. So, so Rodney, I believe out of that schedule They can possibly win two games this season. It could be the Broncos and it could be the Carolina Panthers.
0: Agreed.
1: And they better hope that they beat the Denver Broncos. Because if they don't beat the Denver Broncos, then I don't, they're not going to beat the Carolina Panthers. If you can't beat the Denver Broncos, because the Broncos are the maybe the worst team in the NFL right now. So, oh man! Next to next to them, I think both of them are the worst teams. The two worst teams in the NFL are. Oh, okay, Rodney, give me your. Since we on this subject, give me your low power rankings.
0: Uh, my bottom five. Um, bottom five. The Carolina Panthers. Okay. Chicago Bears. Okay. The New York Football Jets. All right. Uh. Denver. And one more. The Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Uh, I can... I don't know. I, I want to... I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I, I like the Raiders, man. It just... Because you got Adams. You got Jacobs. You got... They got some people over there. It's just... They can't get it together. I just... I don't know. That's that's a tough one, though. All right. So, Mines. I, I believe that... I believe that the, the Bears are the worst team in the NFL right now. Um... Yeah, I just... They're bad. Uh, The Bears. um, The Jets still got the defense, though. I can't put the Jets in there, because they still got sauce in The the defense can keep them in there. And they got a good running... They got two good running backs. uh, They got a good wide receiver. It's just the offensive line is bad, and the quarterback is under duress. But I still think they can squeak out some Ws. I'm not going to put the Jets in there. I will put the Giants in there. Saquon Barkley's hurt now. Um... And the quarterback is just atrocious, man. I I won't even blame the the line that he just he's been bad like for the past couple of years, and they paid him all that and money. They
0: gave, yeah, I'm about to say they gave him forty million a year. <laughs> they
1: gave him forty million just to be way worse than what he was last year. They shouldn't have beat the damn Cardinals, but they beat the Cardinals. Um, I'm still gonna put the 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 Giants right there. So I got uh I got the uh the Bears. The Giants. Then I'll put Denver. I know they got that ball dropped on them, but I think they'll come back stronger after this one, man. They can't be that that bad, man. They should they should come out and beat the Bears. Um now is gonna come out. They gotta retool or something. They they still the third worst team to me. Um after I think I believe that uh Man, this is tough. I wanna say Carolina's bad, but the defense is pretty good. I watched them I watched them play. The defense is actually pretty decent. I know they got the rookie uh, quarterback, but I'm gonna put them fourth, man. They 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 pretty bad. Fifth. Oh man, this this is tough. This is tough for me. This is a toss-up. Hey, man, I want cuz I don't want to put the Jets in there. I don't think the Jets are really bad. And then I don't want to put Maybe it is maybe it could be the Raiders. I don't believe in Jimmy G, man. I think none of us believe in Jimmy G. I don't want to put the Raiders in there cuz but the Raiders don't have a defense in the offense. Yeah, just give me give me the Raiders. I'll put the Raiders as as the the
0: f- fifth. I'm happy you came because the the one thing I do know that's been proven whether it's here in Detroit or in Houston, if that whole Patriot model does not work out of New England, and hell it ain't really working in New England right now.
1: So, <laughs> I I just man, I just really want them to to be great, man. And I yeah, I just I'm, I'm kind of surprised that uh, a lot of these teams that we thought would come in and actually be better than what they were, man. Like I. I, I If you would have told me Sean Payton took over and you know he had the words to say to Russell Wilson about he don't want him kissing babies, he want him to come out and have that toughness about himself, I would have thought they would have came out firing on all cylinders, man, and came out balling. They've been atrocious. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me, Joe Burrow wasn't supposed to win that game. They almost made my list. Yeah. They were supposed to Yeah, they were. Yeah, they almost made my list, man. But they just they just wind up beating the Rams. The Rams are better than what they are, man. I, they're missing Cooper Cup too, and he'll be back in a, a couple weeks, so that'll make them ten times even better. So, yeah, I don't believe the uh, the Rams are, are, are a bad team, but Cincinnati Bengals had their whole lineup, their whole squad in there. They weren't missing anybody, and they barely won. So.
0: Yeah, you you ready to talk about
1: prime time? Let's talk about prime time. And, oh, and, and also with that being said, Rodney, did you hear about what uh what Keith John Johnson had to say about primetime and what's going on in college football?
0: No, but I'm curious to hear what Mister Give Me the Damn Ball said. He said he
1: heard from numerous people that a lot of teams were calling Oregon and giving them uh, defensive schemes and and different things that they saw in the flaws in the defense and, and the flaws in the offense to beat um, Deion Sanders in, in Colorado. He said it's, it's basically like they want to see Deion fail so bad that it's a whole community coming together to game plan. To get Dion and uh and those boys uh, out of there, so what do you think?
0: Um, I could see collusion. I I could see other teams um being mad at, at, at Coach Prime. However, the I, I Colorado just is not. Let's let's face it. After you get past uh. Um, Shador, and Travis Hunter, and a few other players, the rest of the roster is not that good. (laughs) That's what I was saying. Like, it don't take much. The talent gap between them and Oregon is overwhelming. Like, anybody that has watched football consistently would be able to forecast that that game was going to be a blowout. Like we both predicted, the this that game and the next one versus USC are going uh, would be blowouts. I mean, just I mean they they beat a a okay good TCU um the, this not the TCU team that went to the national championship game last year, and Nebraska is just bad. <laughs> so, exactly and then they struggled quite honestly against Colorado State and Colorado State's not that good Colorado State hasn't fielded a good football team in about 10 years so
1: right, so that's what blows my mind I I know that they, they want to have they want to paint this conspiracy theory but Colorado's not really good and that's what I was going to say to um I understand where Keyshawn's trying to go with this, and everybody always wants it to be something, uh, uh, Illuminati esque about certain things, or, or you know, it's always a conspiracy. But no, Colorado's just not a good team, and they they were going to get their asses kicked one way or another. Uh, they were going to falter, especially the more superior teams that that has uh better players.
0: Yeah, any I mean, we we went through their whole schedule like. We we predicted this like six and six is like they're ceiling at this point, like seven and five is a is a great season,
1: exactly, and like you gotta remember where they came from, and like don't get me wrong, like I love Dion, I think he's an amazing coach, but he ain't Jesus. He's not coach Jesus, it's coach prime, and it takes a lot to take that organization. Well, that college, you know, that college team, that Colorado organization, to through anything like that, they're pretty shitty when it comes to sports, so uh, basketball and football. So, so I
0: am about to for those that that don't really follow college football might have just started following Colorado because of Coach Brown. I am going to tell you how how crappy the Colorado football team is. They went one in eleven last year. They won one game. I don't care if how many transfers you bring in and after you get past the Travis Hunters and the two Sanders and the couple of freshmen that he brought in, the transfers that they brought in aren't highly ranked. On top of that, the program has been a dumpster fire for damn near ten years. Like before Dion, like their most successful coach went five and seven, and that's Mel Tucker, who was probably out of a job at Michigan State. So that just tells you everything that Dion has to
1: destroy and
0: rebuild. Like
1: Right. And and he's not gonna do it all overnight, man. It's not gonna it's not gonna be one season. It may not be two seasons. I mean it, it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while, it's gonna take a lot. Especially for the movement to an even tougher division now. Like they're not gonna be in it's no pack they're not gonna be in the pack ten anymore. So
0: yeah, they're gonna be in that loaded. Um, I don't know what they'll call the Big Twelve at this point, but
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I believe that Dion's gonna still do his thing, and they're gonna win some games that you don't even think they'll possibly win. But I don't, I don't see him ever winning a national championship. Not with that team. It's so many different other destinations to go to. Story, historical, uh, story franchises and and college teams. It's just Colorado was always a hard sell for me.
0: But and one of one of the teams he played
1: for. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say. Like, I I believe that he's gonna wind up eventually. Going to uh, another college team where he's going to probably go to the NFL and try it out. I think he's going to be the next Cowboys coach. How you feel about that?
0: I don't hate it.
1: Everybody's saying that. I've been, you know, I've been paying attention to uh, these blogs, man, and they're saying uh, he could possibly be the next Cowboys coach, and then they're going to also get uh They're going to get his son Sanders to. Uh, to come and play, I said that'd be crazy if that actually happened. You talking about the Cowboys now? You talking about ESPN and all these other sports outlets hating the Cowboys and talking about them now? Imagine having Dion in there.
0: Whoa, <laughs> would be very would make for entertaining television, to say the least.
1: I'll be glued to the TV every week. I don't think I hate him that much anymore, and you know what? I I think he actually can coach them and get them a championship too. Which yeah, would
0: you be crazy? I I could definitely um, see that. Colorado is not the place where it happened, no.
1: Yeah, not not where you got young guys trying to come and and, and win something and, and put something special. There's so many different universities. If you're dealing with Jerry Jones' money, that's why I believe Sean Payton should have went to the uh, Cowboys when he had a chance. Because you're dealing with Jerry Jones, who's not afraid to spend money on his players and put them in a good position to win. Can you imagine... I think the only
0: knock on Jerry Jones is one that a lot of coaches can't deal with. He's a very, very hands-on. So...
1: I mean I understand that too but shit I I wish that was, I wish the owner of the damn uh Denver Broncos was more hands on cuz there is no way possible you couldn't have seen them not put this team together as bad as they are right now. If they don't beat the uh if they don't beat the Bears we should have went over their schedule. Shit. Mhm. There. They might not win a game either. It's a lot of teams out here that might not win a game this season. They just happen to so-called play each other. and it can...
0: Yeah, so one of them has to win, unfortunately.
1: Right. That's what I was going to say. And that might be their only win of the season because these teams are so bad out here.
0: And if I have to watch any of those games, the only thing I'm going to be able to think about is Rashid Wallace. both teams play hard. Man. I... <laughs>
1: And it's crazy too that if you drafted any of those people in your fantasy draft, man, I know people feel. I saw somebody that had Russell Wilson in their team. I'm like, you just, just drop him already. I dropped him. I would have dropped him after the first game of the season. Just drop him already. You already know what he, what you got.
0: Yeah, he is, he is damaged goods. Pete Carroll looks like a genius for letting him walk.
1: You know what? We got to show some love to Pete Carroll too, man. He turned Geno Smith's whole career around. Geno Smith is balling. I didn't think Geno was that good. He came to Detroit, got a W. He stood in there. Um, he stood in there and took some hits, man, and, and passed under pressure too.
0: Threw I here. wish they would have
1: kept him for the Jets. Threw some
0: dives.
1: Yeah, he's he's balling, man. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a shout out, man. Shout out to Geno. Shout out to Pete Carroll. They they keep Seattle uh in the hunt, man. I I like Seattle. I like them a lot. Yeah. So
0: there's one NFL subject that was announced this week that we haven't talked about yet.
1: <laughs> Let me guess. Let me guess. Does it have to do with Kansas City Chiefs?
0: Um no, I'm staying away from the Swifties. Oh okay.
1: <laughs> I just knew for sure you was going there.
0: Um, nope. I'm trying to stay away from them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to. I don't know what the Swifty do, that, but I'm pretty sure um, they have beehive tendency,
1: so <laughs> You said the only Swift and Kelsey you care about is the one that's in uh, Philadelphia, huh? Yeah, I saw that sign. <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, yo, that's crazy.
0: But no, Usher.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Being announced as the Super Bowl halftime show. Thoughts?
1: Man, I'm actually excited about that, too. And, And Usher is definitely a showstopper, man, so. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about who he's going to bring out. I believe he might bring out Justin Bieber, which would be awesome, too. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of possibilities on who he could bring out. Uh, You mentioned Justin Bieber, um, Ludacris. Um, There's so many collabs, Alicia Keys. Um, He's done a song with so many people.
1: Right. I'm thinking Justin Bieber would be awesome because Justin Bieber to this day is still signed to him as his artist, which is nuts. He actually found him, and Yeah, he's signed up from day 1 and he's been his artist, so Yeah, man, Usher. sure. Getting that bag, man. That Super Bowl, that Super Bowl bag is totally different. You know they don't get paid for uh for the Super Bowl, but it's just saying that you did it man like and and plus you take off from there like you're you get endless opportunities and he already has a a las vegas residency so
0: yeah when i um when they announced that, i'm like i forgot the super bowl was in vegas it it makes um sense for it to be usher um i can't wait to see um what he has in store i think it's going to be um An epic Super Bowl show.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about the Super Bowl, man. Especially being in Vegas, too. Weather's gonna be pretty decent. I don't know. And the parties are gonna be nuts.
0: I'm gonna say it's Vegas, so I can just imagine. The parties are already nuts, so it's. The the party should be at a whole new level, to say the least.
1: I know, man. I gotta find my way to slide down there. I gotta see what's going. on. Hopefully, my lions will be there. That's what I'm. That's what I can't wait to see. If my lions are there, man. Whew. Yeah. Uh, but a brother can dream. A brother can dream, Rodney. I can dream. Lions
0: in the Super Bowl, and it's in Vegas.
1: Yeah, you you know, dang on, well, I will be there, sir. You know what's crazy, though? I always wonder how this worked, Rodney. Now, nobody knows if their team's in the Super Bowl. You literally just have to be a fan of football to say, hey, I think I'm going to go and, and get my tickets to go to the Super Bowl. Or or do, do they give your fans, like, do they give your fan base ticket holders, like, a first crack at Super Bowl tickets? Or how does that work?
0: That, that would be interesting. Um... Shoot, we'll have to do some research when I want, to, cause you know I know like in the like college national championship, like teams are um allotted so many tickets so to sell.
1: Right, and from what I learned from my uh, extremely short stint with four for you, <laughs> what I learned is that uh the staff uh upper staff gets uh gets to come to the game. Um, and, and, you know, managers and staff and everything get to come to the game and they get to watch the game um, if their team makes it. Also, cheerleaders, they come to the game also, they get to cheer and everything too. So, it, you know, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, of course, the media, the media gets their uh, first crack at it too. and It's just, it's, it's a lot. So you, I, I'm trying to figure out like, because everybody's media isn't going to be there. It doesn't make any sense for the Bears, uh for all the Bears outlets to be there. You know what I mean? For Channel 2, Channel 4, whoever they have from every outlet of the news media to be there when their team's not there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah. but That is a nice, big, beautiful stadium. Maybe they can fit all those people in there.
0: Yeah, but it would be nice if the lion could go to the super bowl of the years in vegas because even if you didn't have tickets to the game as vegas is going to be a party
1: man it's gonna be the best biggest party that you can ever think of and i'm like really excited about it i'm excited like it's gonna happen already and I, i'm just being optimistic man that's all it's okay to be a fan and, and want your team to go ahead and slide in there Go to their first Super Bowl ever.
0: <laughs> what well, better place to do your have your first Super Bowl than, than Vegas?
1: Exactly. Now, Rodney, I know we our time is very limited and almost up. Um, TV shows, music, the writer strike is over with.
0: Yes, I was so happy
1: to see that. Uh. Man, I. I can't wait to get back to regular schedule of programming. I've already been watching American Dad. American Dad's back on. Um, I'm excited about the other movies that's going to come out. I saw Saw's coming out this week. Um, I'm just excited about all the TV shows and all the movies that's going to be able to come out now.
0: Yes. Yes, because this... Well, uh, you still have ABC who's saying basically... Their scripted shows won't come out to January, but it it's nice to know that once strike has ended, that we'll finally start getting some regular TV back. Um, I do see like NBC has a couple new shows that set to debut in um, October,
1: so that would be nice. Right. You know, one thing I feel bad about um a lot of these shows that got pushed through like the piloted shows that they already had created some shows for, like piloted shows they already created uh, episodes for, and just get went ahead and pushed them along for a season because of the writer's strike. Now a lot of these shows are not going to even get a second season. They just pushed them out just so we can have something to watch. Because I think Netflix was doing that too. Like They just had like numerous shows just come out, and a lot of these shows were on a back burner. I think One Piece was one of those shows where they didn't even think it could possibly come out.
0: But Yeah, then you have like CBS is playing Yellowstone on CBS now, so they're just trying to fill time slots. Uh, ABC, ABC's uh, between The Bachelor and Dancing with the Stars, I guess they're gonna reality T V S to death, but
1: <laughs> Right, they're gonna make their money somewhere. But I'm I'm very excited about everything being over with, man. I I can't wait to see like some Marvel movies. Um, they can get back to those. I really was Spider Man into the multiverse. Now they can come out and uh and give us a, the missing part of that.
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm excited that, about I mean, that. That also.
1: ending was a doozy. Man, that ending was crazy, and now we get to watch the the second part because that had got pushed back. Um, I guess some of the editing and some of the stuff wasn't done for it. And some of the voice work for the second, for the, uh, third part. So now we get to watch that. Um, still no Drake album though.
0: Yeah, man. It's always this Friday. So maybe I'm just holding out hope.
1: So far, I have still been listening to, to Nas and Diddy, man, uh, um Doja Cat came out. I've been listening to her. That album's actually pretty dope too.
0: Um I'm gonna have to I haven't listened to the Doja Cat yet.
1: I'm gonna have to listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty fire, man. I was kind of surprised. It come on like heat. She come on talking her she's talking her talk. So I I'm I'm excited about um future things for Doja. I can see her growth in music. Like she's getting better and better. She's starting to be one of those, man. One of those hot ones that you just can't forget about. I thought it was going to be Megan the Stallion at first, but I think Doja like passed her up in like numerous ways, man. Yeah. Maybe she's more poppy.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Because I, I remember when Nicki Minaj, like she was borderline like poppy. Well, she was started off hip hop and then went borderline poppy, and a lot of her hits were more, uh, Pop songs and and little uh, techno anthems and anything else.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'll get excited for music again once Drake finally drops this damn album.
1: I know, cause I'm waiting on him. I'm waiting on J Cole. I'm waiting on Big Sean. Um. Little Wayne's been teasing us with singles, and then when he did come out with an album, it was just like his greatest hits album. So I'm waiting on something from Little Wayne too. Um, I don't know, man. I'm waiting on a lot of people to come out with something. And Give us, a, get us inspired again.
0: Little Chris is 2024, so
1: okay, all right.
0: He he did confirm that 2024 for his new album.
1: Okay, I like that for Ludacris. I like that a lot. You know, Ludacris, both of our one of our favorite artists. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, if we can
1: get something from Luda. That'll be really dope. Um, movies. I wanted to say this again. Saw comes out. You know, I'm a horror fan. So as soon as I can get. It. Some good horror movies going, and it's around the Halloween time coming up too. So, yeah, I'm excited about that.
0: Saw is always good, especially around Halloween. Um, I'm trying to think. There is a show with Courtney Vance coming out on Showtime that I think is going to be really good. Hmm.
1: Okay, you know we're gonna have to look that up, Rodney. Definitely going to have to look that up and check that one
0: out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, like, the largest, one of the largest heists in history, so.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. It's something about those heist shows, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Heist
1: yeah. shows and heist movies, man. I, I don't know. I always, and then, you know, you, you get them ideas in your head, like, man, those people got so much money. Like, how can they put this together? How, how can they take all this, like, where do you even go? Because I can only imagine, if you steal some diamonds, where the fuck can you you turn some diamonds in? And like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, how the hell do you even do this? But it is what it is. Those shows be giving you ideas, so I see why a lot of people be trying to follow through, but yeah, there's no way possible. I just read something, Rodney, about a guy that uh, he got, like, two and a half years he went and robbed like numerous banks and gave them like a uh, he slipped them a letter saying um, I have a gun like give me all your money. And they said he robbed 15 banks. In in a, a span of a year, he robbed like 15 banks and he only got like $20,000. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw people making jokes saying, "Damn, even the banks ain't got no money."
0: Yeah, that is. That is
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that. they finally caught up with him. He, he robbed 15 banks. It could have been, I could have read it wrong. I think it's like 15 banks and convenience stores, like, together. That's what it probably was. 15 banks and convenience stores, and he only got $20,000 out of it. And they gave him, like, uh, almost three years. Then he has to pay all the money back. And also, after his three years serve, you will have three years of house arrest at home.
0: Really, three years of house, and they could just leave that part alone.
1: Yeah, they could have just left that. And he has to pay it back. He only had $20,000, though. That's kind of shitty.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, they could have definitely left them three years of house rest alone.
1: All right, Rodney. few moments left, few minutes left. Thursday night game, Lions Packers prediction.
0: Um, 21, 28, Lions. Okay.
1: You know, I actually like that a lot. I don't think the Packers' defense is that great against the Lions' offense because that's what it's going to basically come down to. I don't believe in the Packers' offense um, at all. After watching that blooper reel, somehow, someway, I don't think that they're going to score over uh, – I don't think they're going to score over 14 points. Um, so I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna say 14. I hate I hate for Thursday night football to be a stinker. I'm gonna say 14 to 35 Lions. They go into Lambeau and just like blow them away. Some defensive stops. Uh Love's gonna throw a couple interceptions. Um, I believe a couple deep balls are gonna be thrown. Um, I think Khalif Raymond scores a touchdown. Give me 35 to 14 lines. I can definitely see that happening. Uh... Laporta's going to get off, too. Uh, St. Brown, who I have in fantasy, is not going to get off. I believe that he he gets like 60-something yards on probably like five or six catches. Um, even though they got him in the slot. I think that Laporte is going to have a couple touchdowns. Khalif Raymond is going to have a touchdown. Uh, Montgomery's, uh, he's possibly going to be back. And I believe the rookie is going to get his first touchdown. Yep.
0: Yeah, they're saying David Montgomery is likely to go Thursday. So is Taylor Decker.
1: Right. So I believe the Lions will, uh, they'll be 10 times better. And uh, I think they're going to take that W.
0: And on that note, um, tune in to Thursday Night Football to see if our predictions is right. Pray for brother Deion Sanders. as This week, it doesn't get any easier. Um, USC at home, I guess that's the one positive. But another blowout has probably hit his way. So, we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.